previously on Live at 605. <laughs> I looked outside my door and I'm like, what are you doing? That's crazy. So, so funny. Ah. We, we, what the hell is that? John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Ready to go? You got it. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. It's Why do you always sound so stressed out? <laughs> you know this is a self-inflicted podcast. Uh, because <laughs> I've mentioned it on a previous podcast. Yeah. There's something. There's no right way for me to start a podcast. Like yeah. I, I just feel like I sound fake when I'm like coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. Let's get Cindy up on stage next. Cindy, your eyebrows are. I know. Control. <laughs> I you look that. like that guy who's like the white eye. That the white-eyed, <laughs> the white-haired guy with the hair coming out of his ears and his nose, with the crazy that? eyebrows, the juicer guy. You're gonna, you're gonna need need to narrow down white guy with white hair <laughs> who makes juice because there's a lot of white guy with white. What? Which guy? He's like this crazy white dude on an infomercial who's like 900 years old who has like crazy eyebrows. They're like daddy long legs coming off of his face. Jeez. He has the forehead of Dion Phaneuf. Okay. has the eyebrows of what I feel Colonel Sanders would have growing up. I have no idea. Before Id- he made it big with his rotisserie. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Before... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Clean your fucking eyebrows. The, the, first three, <laughs> the first three minutes of any podcast I do, it's always just going to sound fake what I'm saying. So yes. I'm always like, well, let's get started. Careful. I just hit some shit. But I was going to say, before we get started, we should do the test. What? If my hands are clammy. Oh, they are! Ew. <laughs> How did you make them so clammy? I don't know. I must have been thinking about your dad and got nervous. <laughs> you did just see them. We did. Although he doesn't make me nervous anymore. Just he doesn't? Pers- no. That's hilarious. After my ripe life, he still makes me nervous. Really? Look how upset I was yesterday of not pleasing my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so the, no. the guilt runs deep. It's true. It's good. <laughs> I'm glad you're not scared of him because you did think my dad was a six foot five black man. And what would that make him? <laughs> what a basketball player! No, <laughs> I just set you up perfectly. What's what? your new catchphrase? What? Oh, <laughs> so wait, so you start this again. So you thought my dad was a six foot five black man? I had a dream that he was, but what would that make him? A genuine chocolate face. <laughs> Can we call season seven live at six oh five in quotes? Genuine. Ooh, my magic bag. You know what? If you want to be remain the co-host and remain forty-nine percent, I'm gonna need you to finish. I'm gonna need you to finish your statements before you get back. Now Val went to the kitchen to go get a magic bag, and she'll be back in about ten seconds. So I'm trying to think of an embarrassing story I can tell before she gets back, so she doesn't beat me up. One time. Oh, she's back. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. I had to get the magic bag for my bum hip. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if you would, you know what? Season seven, maybe we can quit all the fighting. Maybe we'll just be 50 50 co host partners. Never. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm going to head and going to head. Wow, why can I not talk? Itchy. Here's what I'm going to have to have you do for season seven. What? Because one thing you always complain about is in the previously ons. You yes. Always, you're always like, I'm not featured. It's always like. You. I'm reactionary to you all the time, you narcissistic. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, oh my god, you guys say ding dong so much. You're like, this is your 
fucking fault. Ding dong. Okay. But yeah, you always pick previously on set, all it is is you. Like, even, like, this is what I love about John. Thank you. In an entire, you're welcome, (laughs) in an entire hour and 20 minute podcast where John is only featured for what could be five minutes total in girl talk, somehow the previously on was the only, like, one of five minutes John was featured in. That's how you know my boyfriend is a narcissistic prick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was gonna say, you had one job this whole season. What? You had one thing you complained about. You're always like, I'm never on the previous I'm never on the previous And what do they say I need you to do if you want to be on the previous on? I don't know. Yet when you listen to the podcast going into work, you need yeah. to write down the ins and outs of what you thought so, would be the previous Okay, on. wait. Fact. Guys, if you go back and listen to Girl Talk, let's just say John scrubbed scrub is an editing term when you go through at a sequence John scrubbed through the entire one hour and 30 minute podcast I like how it keeps going up like about 10 minutes yeah only to find the last five minutes he was featured in Right? Is that how you did it? You randomly chose a spot in the podcast? Oh, I thought I'd randomly take a spot that had the three of us that was the funniest moment. Oh, really? It just had to be about my dick. I don't know why my dick's so funny. (laughs) No, I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's for me to decide. (laughs) I hope it's not. (laughs) There's been too much talk of dicks this week. That's true. Um, But I'd like to say Girl Talk and this last week's number one in Toronto again. Yeah. Uh, Can I just finish what I was going to tell you? You'd be Uh, happy. Go. You so for episode twelve, season six, I featured you predominantly on this week's previously on. Thank you. Let me pause this. I'll play it for you. Then you can react to. You can tell everyone how you feel about this being okay. the the thing. <laughs> so I'm assuming by your laugh that you're happy with this week's previously on. Yeah. As everyone, you clearly just all heard it when you introed this. <laughs> okay, I should point out that when you just play it as the clip, I sound insane. <laughs> but it's so funny because Daniela listened to the podcast and Score. she's like, she's like, Val, I need to see when we got to work the next day. She's like, I need to see the hand gesture for what the sand people look like. And so I forgot to ask Carl and Brandon yesterday to do it for you. Good, I was going to ask you if you knew what that clip was from. Of course I do. Who are you? I'm just jacking. I have impeccable memory. So you're happy with this week's previously on? Yeah, it only took 72 episodes to get there. 72 episodes. Yeah, man. Well, you know, when you're a co-host, this is why. It's 51% power. I can dictate. Sounds like a white thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Dictate. I get a free pass. You do. You're the only one here who's allowed to say chocolate face as well. Although I just said it, but that's I heard Benjamin say it yesterday. (laughs) Chocolate face. Chocolate face. Right? So basically, if you want to get in contact with us while we go into hiatus, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, um, thank you as well for putting yourself first. Of course I will. I'll always put myself first. Of course. Nobody else will. You got 62% of the podcast power. Nobody else will put me first. Oh, no. I definitely didn't put you as a pre Previously on, on the season six finale, the biggest episode we've ever had in this goddamn Listen, podcast. Who's making you dinner? Who's gonna d- d- dishes? <laughs> da 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 dishes? <laughs> ah! For the record, out. I didn't slap you. I put my clammy <laughs> hands all over your thighs. Uh, Val Govez23 on both Instagram and Twitter. Why, why the 23? I've always meant to. Oh, that's How do you number. not know that? <laughs> wow. No, guys. but I mean, why is that your favorite number? Oh, because you're <laughs> So, guys, if I'm looking for a new boyfriend who actually has some inclination about my life and just yeah. asks, 
don't touch me with your clammy ass hands. How do you not know what 23 represents? I'm just, no, I just thought you could explain to the listeners. Maybe I have had 23 affairs and 23 babies live scattered across the world. You've heard it here first. <laughs> You're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we can only do 12 episode seasons, because by the 12th episode it gets so ridiculous. It gets so stupid. And now I got the sniffles. Did you genuinely not know why it was 23? No, I. as soon as I said it, I realized what it meant. I just wasn't mm-hmm. I just... Do we even know each other? Uh, yeah, you have a bean bag on you. Yeah, because my bun has hit. That's my favorite <coughs> euphemism for balls is bean bag, by the way. So, the best word is euphemism, not euphemism. <laughs> my favorite word for euphen- euthanasia <laughs> is bean bag. <laughs> this is where we have to do Chris's segment. What's his segment? Where he's like... Our friend Chris, who got married a couple weeks ago. Yes, Chris, if you're listening to this now, I hope you had a great honeymoon. And now that you're back, download last week's episode. Yeah, you're, we didn't see any downloads in Mexico. Yeah, so you got to so. download. And we did talk all about your wedding. Yeah, so, so get on that support. <laughs> Although, so Chris was saying he's like, just because I don't know the meaning of most words, and clearly neither do you. <laughs> me? Yeah, you don't. I know a euphemism. <laughs> okay, so I don't know the meaning of most words, but you don't know how to pronounce most words. That's is true. Is that fair? Yes. So Chris is like, we should have a segment of the podcast. It's like 605 words. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, do you remember on Sesame Street where there was... That's a broad statement. I'm going to need you to no, narrow no, no. it down. Do you remember the pigs who had the, I got a new way to walk. walk. Walk, walk, walk. I got a new way to walk. Walk, walk. I got a new way to walk. And it's something, something, something. So we could be like, I got a new word today. Word, word. (laughs) I got a word Val can't say. (laughs) Big cock. (laughs) Okay, let's get into this week's finale. Hold your horses for one damn second. Why? You're down to 43%. No! You want to know why? No. Whose contact information did you just pimp? Mine. And then what did you go into after pimping your contact? The, the, this week's episode? Sing a song from Sesame Street. You didn't mention any of my shit. You didn't mention any live at 605 shit. Yeah, you're there. Okay, so if you want to get in contact with the face, with the pot, with the podcast, I don't, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> Apparently. Live at 605, Facebook doc, uh, www.facebook.com slash live at 605. Let me do my stripper announcement. For, this is like stripper DJs www.live605.facebook.com That equally sounds like the Bike Ninja. So. Hey guys, I'm uh, Bike Ninja, aka not Ron Burgundy. <laughs> if you want to follow John on uh, John's eyebrow is fucking out of control. <laughs> if you want to follow his crazy antics, you can go ahead and go to Twitter slash Malencamp and follow him on there. Also on the Instagrams and the uh, Vines. You know, I, li- I don't like Vines because six seconds is not worth my time because I'm the Bike Ninja. <laughs> To be fair, we did know somebody who referenced themselves as a bike ninja. Yeah, and he's a... He's a skunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else were we going to say? What else has been going on this week? So I got some notes. Uh, I'm glad we didn't have to party, really, this week. Cause this I'm... week was like, I needed to catch up on some massive sleep and save my liver. Did you get some mad sleep? I did, but I didn't sleep too well the day before last. I was pretty tired yesterday. So even this morning, I slept through my alarm. 
Okay, that's not good. No, I still got to work. Like, I was, like, fourth one there. That's good. <laughs> like, it doesn't I like matter. It. I could sleep through ten alarms, and I'd probably still yeah. be, like, fifth one there. I had, uh, yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. You're mm-hmm. you're a much lighter sleeper than I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I felt bad. Was it set midway through Saturday's Friday night sleep where that thing toppled over? I, oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, so, people, if you listen to last week's podcast where I mentioned that there was this big shatter in the kitchen... And I am like scree- like nervous for my life. I'm trying to get my loving boyfriend. Hold to on, before to- you badmouth me, who went to the kitchen and found okay. out that it was a speaker? After like 20 minutes of trying to wake up John, my boyfriend who doesn't know my birthday or <laughs> doesn't understand why I'd make my handles with 23 in it. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Randall liked that sound. Did too. she? When I made it for her on the Danforth, but some guy looked at me weird when I did. She thought you were probably making a sex grunt. Like, <laughs> This is why I can't do podcasts on my dates when we're both sleepy. And I'm all stuffed up. Why are you stuffed up? I don't know. Benjamin didn't sneeze on you. So, okay, hold on. So, yesterday or on Friday when we were sleeping again, so John literally took 20 minutes to get out of bed and go check if there was a killer in the kitchen. But then, again, something fell in our bedroom. The windows are all closed. So there's a fucking ghost. No, they were There's a sleepy time ghost, guys. Remember from last season, the dawn of the sleepy time ghost? This has entered our lives again. The sleepy time ghost came into our bedroom, knocked over something, and for dear life, I'm, like, trying to wake up my starfish boyfriend... I'm like, John, the love of my life, get up. The yeah, man right. doesn't know my birthday. You were more like slapping me in the face, but like, punk. <laughs> punk. Pit punk. Punk, get up. Get what? your ass up. Why do I sound insane? I don't. Get your ass up, white boy. <laughs> no, so I was like, John, what is that? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> It's a combination of the sad people and Scooby-Doo. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Scooby-Doo? So either way, what's on tap for today? Well, I had a story from last week that I forgot to tell. What? You know how I always talk about, like, hobos? Obviously. Uh, and I, whenever I say I see hobos, it's more just homeless people. Like, mm-hmm. I really wish, one of the reasons I wish I lived in the 20s was because that's when, like, hobos were actually hobos. And I actually saw two... That is the dumbest explanation of hobos. <laughs> well, I mean, when I think of hobos, you think of guy with a top hat, who top fist top hat is peeling up. He's got, like, an empty can of sardines, and he has a stick with a handkerchief on it, right? Which I thought was a douchebag. What? <laughs> when I was growing up, Miranda, this could also be part of 605 words, so I didn't know what douchebag meant, and okay. so I was like, oh, it's in that... One of those bags that homeless people run away with in, like, the old-time movies that's on a stick with an handkerchief. Yeah. Rand's like, go sit over there. <laughs> so, can you do us a favor and tell us what a douchebag actually is? It's, a, like, a dumbass. Well, you people call people douchebags. Well, a douchebag is actually something. It's a bad... It's a dumb person. No, you call someone a douchebag, but a douchebag is actually something you can buy in a store. It's it's a product that females use. Deodorant? Uh, kind of, but not for your armpits. Huh? You, um, <laughs> you use it, may, now I'm thinking I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you use it to clean your puss. <laughs> Why did I say that? That sounded Can really disgusting. Go text Miranda and ask her. Text Miranda. Phone a friend. I'll beg you to phone a friend on this one. I'll text her. I'm like, Text you- Miranda and be like, can you give us the definition? And then give her your dumbass definition. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so uh, whilst I do that, can you tell everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, You're the slowest texter. I, I don't like texting. Here, you, you text her from my phone, and I'll tell my hobo go. story. She should be down there. Here, I'm just going to put on this okay. text message. So I saw on the way home from work last Friday, the day of Halloween, I was so, like, thrilled because I saw three, two real-life hobos. Uh, so I was on the subway and it, it, I left work going home for Halloween and I see two old white guys. Now I took a picture. I will try if I remember to post it on the Facebook page. So facebook.com slash live at six And Val just texted Miranda on my behalf. She said, Hey Miranda, what is the real meaning of douchebag? I told Val it's cleaning your P word. Oh, come on. I'm not going to tape that. I told you to say anyways. So you, t- I'm going to show you this picture as I tell the story. You tell me these aren't two real life hobos. Okay. So I'm standing there because there's no seats, and I see two hobos, like legitimate, they look like they're out of the 30s, and this woman sits down kind of next to them, and I felt so bad for them because they're like, hey there, miss, do you know what today is? <laughs> She's like, October 31st? You're darn right, it's Halloween. Oh boy, we love Halloween. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, it's good. Oh, what are you doing for Halloween tonight, Missy? Why didn't she get up and move? She was a way better person than I was. Because she talked from the whole time. Where were you during this? I was standing across the hall. <laughs> Wait, where were you? I sorry, I was on the subway. <laughs> okay, I was like, why were you in a place where hobos and you're standing across the hall watching this? Right, but tell me those aren't two real-life hobos. Like, look at that. That guy just looks like a traveling fool. That guy could be Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dennis Rodman's blind. That's oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the crazy thing was, I got off at college. The chick that they were talking to got off at college. Oh, lot. Somebody texted you. And she got off. At, they got off at college. Okay, Miranda says, "Bahaha, I'm technically a douche can be used for both regular or <laughs> wait. Um, technically, a douche can be used for both a regular or front bum. But yes, you are essentially. <laughs> what is a front bum? I don't know. It's, is you ask Miranda what a front bum is. A front bum. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you need to discuss this on your podcast. <laughs> we should do throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there might be... I was thinking that if, if if we do... If she does start her own podcast, mm-hmm. we should create... I want to create my own podcast network called 605 yeah, Network. Yeah, that's so true. Then it could be under the umbrella. So if other people want to... Like a boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, front bum, like... Uh, vagina. This week we want to talk about so it's six. Sorry, that story went nowhere. That I saw two nowhere. hobos. That was so stupid. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I had a couple of things. Mm-hmm. We okay. So this week wasn't as busy, but as always, we still have a bajillion stories. Yeah. And things to talk about, but there wasn't five sto- five parties in a row. We're going out tomorrow. We're going out on Wednesday. Uh, I think we have parties this weekend. Not yeah. sure, but yes. Can you read what I just wrote? Front bum like a V, genie. <laughs> I said front bum like a vagina. She said, yep. I said, thanks. <laughs> Great work. Great work, team. Um, we've all come together now. Yeah. So you bought, uh, usually in this relationship, if we want to go to a concert, I, I usually buy the concert mm-hmm. tickets. But what did you do this past week? So, okay. But we feel the same way about concert tickets, right? Mm-hmm. So at work, um... Bobby and I love Ryan. <laughs> Not Bobby Ryan. 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 <laughs> Bobby from Sabres fame, <laughs> or so, I, aka No Fame. His last name's Tubbs, right? Yeah. Oh my I, god. I feel like this is how we should say Mmm Tubbs. <laughs> no. I, I don't 
new friend Bobby Tubbs. <laughs> Rubber dub dub put his butt in the tub. Yeah, something dirty about Bobby. Uh, it was actually Ryan. quite. It was quite. Anytime you say Bobby, I'm just gonna go Ryan. No, it was so funny. We were at, in my office and. Adam's like, oh no, I think there was just like a loss of oxygen in my office. So it's Adam, myself, and Bobby, and me and Bobby are sitting on the couch. And I was like, yo, Bobby, were you fat Ryan. as a kid? Because your last name's Tubbs. <laughs> and then he's like, no. I was like, you were never chubby. <laughs> like, like a little chubby tubby. Chubby tubby? And then Adam went, he's like, oh, look at you, you little chubby tubby. <laughs> chubby tubby. And so I was like, now we call him chubby tubby. Chubby tubby? Yeah, it's well, quite funny. If anyone out there sees Bobby, run! <laughs> call him chubby tubby. Um, so yeah. What are you talking about? T-Swift. Oh, yeah. So, Bobby's like... Brian, stop! I can't. <laughs> so, I've committed to it. So, he's like, oh, are you buying Taylor Swift tickets? I was like, am I? Of course I am. Right? And so, literally, I thought the concert was in, like, February. <laughs> when is it? It's October 2nd next year. Of 2015? Yeah. Wow. And so, I do not usually buy concert tickets, let alone concert tickets a year in advance, but it felt, like, pretty solid that I was really excited about this. So, I got 500 level for us. Nice. Which is good. Um, Bobby gave me the promo code, so we saved a bit of money, which was great. So, we are going nice. to see T-Swift in October. And to all the Taylor Swift fans out there, give us, uh, in 45 seconds or less, your review of her new album, 1989. Did you see her new Onto the Woods video? No. I haven't either yet. Well, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) You have 40 seconds left. About what? I said review her album in 45 seconds or less. Yeah, you listened to it. No, I thought you said listeners. No, I said for you. Oh, me? Just give your review of the album. I actually like the album. It's grown on me. I definitely still prefer Red. I just feel like it... Racist. No, not racist. Stop it. Right? But it's just like... I think for me, I always appreciate her in a country pop range. And I feel like this album's very pop diverted. Mm-hmm. Which is not to say it's bad. I just feel like other people have done it more. So while I do appreciate her songwriting style, right? I just... I like the amount of content on Red more. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So, uh, we have a few things we're going to talk about. I want to talk about the movie we saw on the weekend. Ooh, but everyone was excited that we saw it. Yeah, I tweeted out the other day, uh, anyone has any questions they want to ask us for the finale, send mm-hmm. them our way. So, I have a few questions. I'll just ask one now, and then we do some throughout the, the episode to keep it fresh. Okay. So, tell me, we have um, seven questions. Pick a number between one and seven, and I'll ask that question. Four. Four. Okay, four comes from Ashley in Washington. And she says, this is Mary, Fuck, or Kill, (laughs) Zach Morris, Tony Danza, or grown-up Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Is this because he just, they had the hoax that Kevin McAllister died? So what happened? Who, there was a... So, I was reading on MSN... (laughs) Jesus Christ. That was disgusting. It's so (laughs) gross. It disgusts me. I know, I don't know why you would burp on the podcast. I didn't burp. I was, like, burping and talking. You burped earlier today. That does Do not deny it. I don't. Do not deny it. (laughs) Listen, you. Um, (laughs) 
I got to go When you got to put the chicken. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we both know that. This is why John and I work well together. I'll be back. You tell your damn story. There's no story. I'll pause it. Pause Great. I'll, no, no problem. I'll tell you about either marrying, fucking, or killing three guys while you're gone. No problem. Leave me alone for this question. So thank you, Ashley, for sending us a merry effort kill. Yeah, I think before uh, Val rudely interrupted me with uh, her making delicious chicken tonight. Ah, oh, man, I'm so stuffed up. Uh, yeah, there's an internet rumor over the weekend that Macaulay Culkin had died. And uh, clearly he didn't, which is good. It's one of those weird things. Like, obviously you don't ever want anyone to die. Like, that's, uh, that's not something we want to happen. I also just realized I'm useless without Val here because I'm talking about not I wanting people the, to die. No, but I saw the picture he posted on, like, I guess Twitter or something or Instagram. You can still hear me. I talk loud enough. Yeah, I gotta um, get close though. But, yeah, no, MSNBC posted, so I thought it might have been legit. So they're like, 34-year-old Kevin McAllister died of, you like... You mean Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Right? Died of unknown reasons in his apartment who was, like, OCD clean so there was no drugs or alcohol found or foul play on the premise. So it seemed like a super legit story. So then I immediately asked you. Yeah. And thank God he didn't die. What am I going to watch in good faith during Christmas? You can still watch that movie. Nah, it's not the same. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's not dead either way. And now, okay, so the question was, marry, F, or kill Zach Morris. This is a weird one. So Zach Morris who is Mark Paul Gossler from Saved by the Bell. We all know that. And then it's Tony Danza, who's actually a real person. Not his... I'm guessing they didn't... Not his character from Who's the Boss. And then... But then it's like a grown-up Kevin McAllister. Okay. So, grown-up Kevin... Okay. So, I would probably... Um... I would probably marry Tony Danza. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Guy, he cooks and cleans. Angela! And plays baseball. He's like a retired baseball player. Yeah, but you know, he totally boned Mona. So she's got like... No, she didn't. He boned Angela. Yeah, you don't think he was doing that mother-daughter? Like, give me some vanilla and then give me some red? (laughs) Gross. Don't make me tongue you. Oh! (laughs) Then I probably F Kevin McAllister. And you're killing... <laughs> You're killing Zach Morris. I'm killing Zach Morris. He would annoy me. Arguably, but Zach Morris is crazy. He can like freeze time. Can he? Yeah, because remember he'd be like time, like he would pause everyone. He stopped doing that in the later seasons, though. That's true. Uh, is, it, is it Zach Morris or Mark Paul Gossler? Mark Paul Gossler is the actor. Zach Morris is the character. So I might. Is it? Is like, Zach Morris the character? Yeah, I'm definitely killing him. Okay, because I would definitely kill... Which is kind of funny, because most people, if Miranda was here, she'd be like, what, blonde white guy? Of course you want him. Yeah. Right? You chose an Italian right. tanned man over, like, a pale uh, white guy? Yeah. Clearly, as I'm cooking and cleaning right now, who do I want? I'll Angelo! Be <laughs> I'll be back. All right. Well, I guess I'll answer this question as well. I would definitely kill grown-up Kevin McAllister because I feel like he would just would have grown up to be like an absolute asshole I mean the kid was a pain to his parents he was always causing a fuss he got lost on the way to New York which is like a shit move to do uh, so yeah he's definitely killing I would have to probably F Tony Danza because I feel like he would be um, a gentle lover I don't know why but I feel like he would be nice and gentle and smooth whatever that means and you know what? I'm marrying Zach Morris because I feel like he would get me closer to Kelly Kapowski. And um, you know what? That's why I wonder. I would. I always thought it'd be a funny idea to do a sketch. Actually, I did one. I wrote a sketch when I did my 
uh, writing course in Chicago. I did a course there called Writing for, uh, for Saturday Night Live, and it was a typical week. You're, you're put through a typical week as a writer at SNL, and our teacher for the week was a writer from SNL at the time, and we had to write a couple sketches, and I wrote one called Saved by the Belly, which was basically Saved by the Bell 20 years later, and it just was looking at all the characters, and the sketch I wrote, Zach Morris was like a fat, overweight guy. Uh, I think they were all pretty much fat and overweight, because they probably came to nothing. I was just saying... You're in the bathroom, I'll tell you afterwards. Because I figure, like, Zach Morris, grown up, like, he didn't accomplish any, or amount to anything because he fucking sucked at school. So, if anything, he's probably a used car salesman. Ace Lee Slater, I mean, what, is he going to become a professional wrestler or something like that? No. So, he also got fat. Screech would be the only one who actually probably successfully did something because he's a smart guy. And then I'm assuming Zach and Kelly had, like, ten kids together. But Kelly's having an affair with probably Slater. And then Jesse is a feminist. And Lisa probably killed herself because nobody liked her on that show. Okay, so now, as we've lost Val for a second, I don't know. Someone who wants to be 50%, she sure has been gone quite a bit. Uh, so until she gets back, I might as well do another fan question. So let's see here. Uh, let's do question number three. This one comes from Ted in Toronto. And Ted says, he asks, I'm so over blank. So he did a fill-in-the-blank question. It's a good question, Ted. Uh, let me think. Actually, you know what? Since you are in Toronto, you will probably appreciate this. I'm so over construction in Toronto. Like, this place, this city is a fucking joke right now when it comes to construction. And I understand the big idea, like, if anyone who's living in Toronto right now, you'll get it. But people living outside of Toronto, you just don't get it. The Pan Am Games are coming to Toronto, I believe, like, June or July 2015. And as a result, Toronto decided to, you know, spruce the city up or whatever it is. But it's resulted in construction all over this damn city. I mean, streets are blocked off. Sidewalks are under construction. You can't walk anywhere. You can't drive anywhere. And it's just ridiculous. So I'm over the fact, like, hey, A, you can't drive anywhere because there's construction. So B, let me walk. You can't walk anywhere. What are you talking about? Uh, Ted in Toronto asked, mm-hmm. I'm so over blank. Ugh. And my response was Toronto construction. Okay. Just because even when we were driving home yesterday up uh, university, yeah. fucking university was blocked off yeah. everywhere. Stupid Pan Am. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of over the construction in this city. Yeah. Do you have a... I think tied to construction. I'm... I think you said tied, like you're over tied uh, wash. Detergent? Yeah. Did you hear that kids are now choking on those tied pods? I heard they... Swallowed them or something? Yeah. Like, are we talking like teenager kids or like babies? Uh, it's not like Play Doh. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, is it like a new way to get high? Like, or like eight, sixteen like year olds? Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, like stupid suburban white kids are like, I'm so bored, so let me just like huff some glue or some shit. Is that what you used to do in I the mean streets them. of Canada? No, I would go to Little Caesars. <laughs> um, I'm really sick of in Toronto the subway closures. Yeah. Because even though our life doesn't really go above Bloor. There's some times where we do need to go between Bloor to Eglinton and the subways aren't working, which forces us to take cabs yeah. or sit on those stupid buses. And you know what? I'm just over it. There's always a problem with the TTC and they're always doing construction 
and it's always late. So I am saying fuck the TTC. Fuck the TTC. They'd be a bunch of ding-dongs, motherfucker. Truth. And I guess I guess this is a good segue. I was going to say, yeah, do you have any other TTC stories? Um, I actually don't, but it was really funny. So, like, obviously, I love all of our friends who listen to the podcast and some of our new friends. So, Adam, who you finally met at Halloween. Shout out. He's, like, a super good friend. So, Adam, who is my most manly, industrious friend, mm-hmm. right? Uh, chin made of sweet mahogany. Yeah. Cuts lumber with his biceps of suburban stealthiness. Mm, got a chest so damn smooth. Makes me wanna. (laughs) (laughs) Give that tubby my chubby. (laughs) It's not Bobby. (laughs) So either way, Adam was like, yo, can I tell you a story about the TTC? So basically, Adam was like, can I tell you a story about the TTC? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Okay, so... Um, Adam was like, can I tell you a story about the TTC that you guys can tell on the podcast? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And in the meantime, him, Bobby, Nick, Dee, Rocky, everybody's been, like, in our department. They're like, oh, we really want to be on the podcast. And I'm like, okay. And in real life, you know, I'm like, oh, you have to come to the apartment to the 605 studios. But you know what? I was like, he had a story to tell. So I was like, hey, I'm just going to record you. Do you want to record it just into my phone? So adorable. He got so nervous off the top. Like, his posture changed. He automatically started sitting up straight. And, like, he shut the door (laughs) to tell his story. So today was really... I felt today was, like, a very productive day. We got Adam on his first podcast. So here is Adam's TTC story. Sweet. Now let me hear you say, who's the man? Damn, son. Adam's the man. You know he's bout it, bout it. I'm actually in my office right now, and Adam, longtime listener, industrious man extraordinaire, is with me, and he actually has a good TTC story for the finale, so I feel rather than me regurgitating his story, I should just let him tell it. Hey, everyone. It's an honor to be on the podcast. John, what's up? (laughs) I love listening to you guys, and I just have a TTC story. I know you guys started doing a TTC sting last week, and I thought it was awesome, so... Hopefully this can uh, this this can go with it. Fuck the TTC. They'd be a bunch of ding dongs, motherfucker. Truth. <laughs> so I Are get you a, nervous. Yeah, of course <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm shaking. I'm playing with this little toy. <laughs> All right. So um, I get on at Shepherd Station. Yeah. And where the Shepherd Subway comes in, there's always tons of people. Right. And of course I'm standing there. I'm I'm on the train. The chime goes off. The doors are closing. And people are rushing in through the doors. One guy squeezes through. Another guy squeezes through. And I'm like, oh, this is insane. Doors are doors are closed pretty much. Yeah. People are, like, running down and opening the doors to go in. The doors get stuck. No. They, like, they stay open. And then the announcement comes on. Do not rush the doors. Do not rush oh, the doors. Somebody is still going to fucking rush the doors. So <laughs> people are, they still keep coming in because the doors are jammed now. So then yeah. my train just starts packing with people people are just packing me in and people just keep coming down the stairs from the shepherd subway into the train did you like elbows out yeah and i'm trying to make room for myself because it's just like filling up filling up and they they just keep pouring in the announcement comes on don't rush the door like stay away from the doors all the other doors were closed except for my set of doors. The oh announcement's God. going on. People are still coming are in. Are you in the new subway cars? I'm on a new one, one? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So there's like a, a bunch yeah, of, okay. There's a bit of room, but still, like, 
people are people are rushing are rushing in. They're making a it's it's just madness. Nick and just came in. <laughs> finally, they had to reopen the doors and then close them again. But my subway was my car was packed after that. I couldn't. I, I, had, that to, I had to go elbows in. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Did John, you take anyone out? No, I didn't take it. I was being the nice you guy. You were so too nice. I was probably listening to the podcast. <laughs> so, John, this is a good time for you to play the sting. Fuck it, TTC. They'd be a bunch of ding-dongs, motherfucker. Truth. Which one? The man one? No, not the man one. The new TTC one. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> Nick's trying to be very suave putting the coffee back. And now grabbing some sugar. This is awesome. We should do more things like this. I could just record you guys and add it. This makes our day easier. Yeah. Now let me hear you say, who's the man? Damn, son. Adam's the man. You know he's bout it, bout it. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Shepherd Station. I hate, I hate people who just like try to rush in. Like, there's nothing, was, this was during the morning commute. Yeah. There's nothing worse. Here's the one thing I don't understand, and I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but well, this is just weird. I find the morning commute. People are somewhat more tall. Like aside from this story, the story is crazy. But I mean, whenever uh, in the morning, because I'm I get on a college station, and when I get on the subway, I'm always like at the front of the door opening, mm-hmm. so I'm always the first one to get off. Mm-hmm. I find in the morning commute, people are willing to get off the subway to let people get off the subway, and then they come back on. Yeah. For some reason, the commute home. Those fuckers at the front of the door never get off to let anyone no, get like. I don't, etiquette, but yo. I don't know what's the difference from like 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Your day happens. That's true. People are like, I just want to fucking go <laughs> yeah. home and get out of my way. But yeah, I hate. I hate when the. There's no worse feeling than when you get on a, a crowded subway and then it's like close the fucking door. I don't want anyone else to get on. But the door remains open for like five minutes. Yeah. People are running on, throwing elbows. It's so gross. You know what the equally thing was? Okay, so I find, like, you know in the morning when you get on the... I know you don't take the subway anymore, but do you find, like, people when you used to take the subway literally start eyeing what you're wearing and, like, everyone's judging everyone in the morning? Oh, I fully judge people on the subway. Exactly. So I had a full stare down. Like, usually I try... Who are you, me? <laughs> I was... I go and always stand on the backside of the doors, so the one's not facing the exit, so I'm away from them, so people can just freely get in, and then I stand with my right shoulder, because my bag's usually on my left, Mm. and so I'm standing there, and all I can see are these, like, three women fully, like, eyeing what I'm wearing, like, full-on, like, top to bottom, like, hair to shoes, and I was just like, I can fucking see you! What do they look like? I don't know, like, fucking fuddy-duddies, but, like, I I was just like, stop staring at me! Yeah. Like, but then I wanted to call them out, but I was equally listening to, what is it, Can't Hold My Liquor? Yeah, by Kanye West. Kanye, so I felt, like, extra sassy. My new game I do is I like to guess when I get on a subway which stop people are going to get off at. Ooh. Because I'm always, like... You look more like a... Yeah, like, <laughs> well, I know. I'm like, oh, this punk's fucking going to Ryerson, so he's getting off at Dundas. Yeah. Oh, this guy in his suit, you, you're some big Bay Street uh, motherfucker, so you're yeah. getting off at, like, Queen Station, and then... Or uh, St. Andrew. St. Andrew. Well, no, the way I'm going down is it's Queen. King. Yeah, but Bay is even more close to... Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, like to, I like to play that game. Yeah. What like, do we look like? Uh, f- fucking hot pieces of ass. Which step we stop are we? We look like we're getting off in Rosedale. The- Rosedale. Rosedale. <laughs> it's your boy Rick Ross going to Rosedale. What up, 313? <laughs> what is 313? I don't know. It's an area code somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, my favorite... I always... I always love my favorite thing, whether it's on the subway, in the street, in the real world. Mm-hmm. I love a guy who's just walking down the street 
and it's just like freestyle rap, either freestyle rapping or just yeah. like rapping to a song out loud. That's always, I wish I had like the balls to just be able to like, because sometimes when I'm walking down the street by myself, what I, do, I won't rap, but I'll do the hand motions. So, Are you serious? Yeah, I'm definitely, no. when, I'm by my, when there's no one around, I'll be like, bah, 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 bah. No. I'll like, I'll shake my hand, I'll be like, right. you, you don't look like you're shaking your hand to rap, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm shaking something up. Matt and I were we were walking home from work, and we both were like our Loblaws tradition on Mondays. So we walked through the courtyard, and we're at Alexander Street, and all we hear is, "You will die tonight." Jesus. <laughs> and so there's this like six foot five huge dude at the end of like outside the BMO, mm. like literally screaming like a fucking goblin at the top of his lungs. And Matt and I are like, "Let's cross the street. Let's cross the Please? street." And so it was so terrifying. He just sounded. So so scary. That's not good. No. I don't like that. So you don't want to be rapping with your fake jerking off hand beside <laughs> that guy. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, yeah, I, I just love when I see people rapping. It always makes me laugh. All right, so let's get this over with. This yeah. is the season six, episode 12, final freestyle rap of the season. Are you serious? I got to, I talk about rap so much. I got to freestyle. <laughs> Let me get my phone. Yo, yo. To the girls with big butts. We about to bust a nut, cause we don't give a fuck. This is John Raps. Raps, raps, It's your boy, mother. Get your phone, let me get. You're not allowed to say dick. Okay, let me find a beat. You you have to give me a topic to think about. Let's talk about hockey. Hockey, okay. And tell me when to stop, but I'll find a beat. Okay. And stop! Wait, I gotta get my phone. Okay, so I'm gonna rap about hockey. No saying dick. Okay, but if I say... I, no okay. saying dick. Okay. I, okay, I won't say dick. So, let me... Uh, or cock. I can say cocky, because already you, you know I gotta put hockey and cocky somewhere in there. You can say cocky, you okay. can say cock. What if I go cock? No. E. Cause I have, okay, I gotta okay. save my freestyle. And your freestyles all sound the same. <laughs> I know, of course they do. I don't even know why you're trying to find a beat. I'm gonna be rapping about walking down the street, meeting the seeing the people that I meet, cocky and cocky. So the beat. So this is Jod's freestyle. And the instrumental we picked, I think it's Kanye West and Commons, uh, something. So let's see. Oh, okay. Okay, in three, two. Wait, okay, you gotta wait till I feel the beat. Tell me when then. Once I start rapping, I'll start doing it. You just gotta let this beat pick up a bit. Okay, here we go. I'm ready for it. Three, two, one. It's June, and I'm done with school. I can't wait to not make a fool of myself anymore, because I don't like whores. I'm waiting for October, a.k.a. Rocktober, because it's the time of the year I don't fear, because I can't wait to see those guys on the ice, uh, looking so motherfucking nice when they skate down the rink. I'm going to put it in your pinky stinky. What the fuck am I saying? Going to recover so much, because I'm about to watch Saturday. Saturday night hockey, I'm feeling so cocky with my senators playing those goddamn Leafs. I hope they queef, cause I fucked the boys in blue. And you know what we gonna do, we're watching hockey. Uh, ain't nobody telling me to stop ye, because we keep on going. Sunday night, 
It's a new time to watch the sport you love Cause I'm not above watching other teams I don't like to fuck with But I'll keep going with the hotness That's my rhyming over beats This is really good, I can't believe I'm still going Still flowing, I'm gonna hoe Pick up your hoe And you know we're still going at the top of the bass drum beat Okay, let me get back into this story about this guy I know his name's first name's Corey, last name Perry. And he's about to shoot a hat trick. And he's... <laughs> That's all I got. How do we do? So one minute, 27 seconds. That was actually pretty good. I think my favorite part is I'm about to go. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. That was Who's a good freeze. Corey Perry? He plays for the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, I was like, you know, do you just make up a person? I no. <laughs> you know what? I I meant to say the first rhyme I said was July, and I meant to say you o- said June. June. <laughs> and I fucked up. So I meant to, I wanted to talk about hockey starting in October. I said June. <laughs> and you, it all felt apart. I had really some good sad. rhymes there. You did. But you know what sucked? I only had one pre-thought rhyme, and I didn't even say Cocky it. Cocky and hockey? No. The whole week, I'm like, I gotta, I want to make a rapper. I say something I'm like, y'all can call me Alf because I eat these cats. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> you just spit out your water. What? You can call me Elf because I eat cats? What? Dude, I can't even drink my water. Give me your water. <laughs> I have tears coming down my eye like I'm crying. What did you say? What I wanted I wanted to say, y'all can call me Alf because I eat these cats. <laughs> Only you and Dad will get that reference. Yeah, and that's going to be like, lyrically, I'm like the cat in the hat, but you can call me Alf because I eat all these cats. Something like that. <laughs> Only like 10 people watch the series Alf. Alf, I know, but people know Alf know that he eats Yeah, cats. it's like you, Chris, and Dan. Yeah. That was, I was impressed. I had a couple of good free, freestyle lines I did. there. You did very well. I didn't even say, like, dick or no, anything. No, you just said cock. And no. queef. And queef. You're like, you don't know what that means. So. It's when you um, shoot air out of your puss. I don't you, even want to know. Okay, so. <laughs> so. Next up. Right. So I think Do you the, have another question? Yes. Hmm. Pick a number between one and seven. That's not three or four. Uh, two. Two. Okay. This comes from Jen in Vancouver, and Ooh. Jen asks, what was the last thing you daydreamed about? Mine was, honestly, mine was one. Sorry. <laughs> go, go, John. I thought Previously you, on. <laughs> I thought, Don't even. I thought you would need time to think about it. Go. I apologize. Go. You go first. No, no, no. You go. I was going to say I daydreamed about freestyling cats with the word elf. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> that my my usually when I walk home is when I daydream. Yeah. Most of the time it's I get so excited because I have about twenty instrumental hip hop beats on my iPod. Yeah. Whenever I put my iPod on random, I get so excited when, a, when an instrumental comes on because mm-hmm. I freestyle on my head. Oh. So I usually just usually I'm daydreaming about rapping. Do you think there's an eighth mile in Toronto for you to go and like test your skills at? No, but you know what I wish I could do? Uh, I used to always love... I told this before. Before any hip-hop karaoke competition, you scratch yourself. I always do. It's cold. Before any hip-hop karaoke um, competition or night, what were the things I would do before I would... You Eat know a this. steak. Yes. Drink about seven beers. Yes. 
And then practice freestyling in the mirror in the bathroom. Yes, and in between that, I would watch 106 in Park, and mm -hmm. every Friday they do Freestyle Friday. Mm -hmm. So I always, excuse me, I always wanted to like get on, I wanted to be a part of Freestyle Friday and just like mm -hmm. freestyle rap. So I don't know if they still do that, but BET, mm -hmm. I feel like I, should, I could freestyle rap. <laughs> so so um, my daydream was quite different. This is one I had last night. I didn't get to tell you. So last year or last season, John and I watched The Bachelorette. <laughs> right? And I had a crush on one Nick who was like the guy you didn't trust on the He's season. Too passionate. I like a guy who's passionate. What's wrong with being passionate? No, I, passion's fantastic. Unless you're, like, in a relationship where it's like, can't we just have fun and just, like, laugh? I don't need you to be, like, staring you in the eyes and be like, your grace and beauty erodes your fashion sense. What does that even mean? I don't know. Okay, so, listen, you. Um, but... I was like really digging this Nick guy, and mm. then all of a sudden there's a farmer from Iowa. Yeah, my guy. Right, and so the farmer, who I believe is the new bachelor this season. Yep. So my daydream yesterday was that I actually was dating the farmer. Nice. And he took me back to Iowa, and I was like, "Well, I can't do this." So <laughs> it was like we were in the cornfield, and I'm like, "Well, this just seems wrong." I don't want to know what you guys are doing. No, in the cornfield. they're not involved in douchebag no, either. What? <laughs> no, I wasn't homeless and running away. What? The douchebag, oh, okay. what I thought it was. Gotcha. <laughs> Should, uh, do you want to tell everyone what movie we saw on the weekend? Ooh. Um, so, John and I were trying to go see... Couple movies. A couple movies, actually. Interstellar mm -hmm. with Matthew McConaughey and half of shit. And then... <laughs> who, I don't even know who else is in there. Uh, yeah, it's the Christopher Nolan... Christopher Nolan, like, three-hour movie about space that's not gravity. Yeah, where he basically just jerks himself off for three hours. <laughs> Unlike Inception. Yeah. And so... Where he jerks off Leonardo DiCaprio for, for three, three hours. hours. And then a totem falls. So, <laughs> in slow motion. In slow motion. And then you wasted three hours. Um, <laughs> but the music goes like this. Wow. So that was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, then we also tried to see Birdman with Michael Bird. Keaton and Ed Norton and okay. Zach Gaffinakis. Yeah, and Emma Stone. Oh, yeah, I forgot she's in it. Mm. So when you're like, oh, let's go see this film at like 7.30 because the hockey game is on and we wanted to come home and watch it. Mm. So, we found a movie, they were all playing at the Varsity, up at Young and Bloor, so we went to there, and that theater is, like, mad under construction. It was super cold and, like, windy outside, so I felt like a lot of people were probably going to see more movies than anticipated, but either yeah. way, Interstellar was sold out, like, all night, Birdman was sold out, and then we were like, oh, do we just skip going to the movies and go home and watch, like, Friday Night Lights or Homeland or something? And so we're like, no, 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 you said you had seen the trailer for Whiplash, and you said you actually wanted to see it. Yeah, Whiplash, it stars, like, my favorite, like, new actor, young actor now is Miles Teller. He's in 21 and over, but most people might know him from, it's like The Spectacular now, or one mm -hmm. of those, it's one of those movies. He's, like, in a, I think he's in Divergent. Yeah. He's, like, a really good young, like young actor he does a lot yeah. of comedies and i know he's like getting into more serious stuff yeah this would be one of those serious things yeah but and it had an element of black comedy too yeah and it started so start him and this other actor jk simmons who plays like the neo-nazi guy in oz. oz yeah uh you all, you all know him what he looks like the he's a guy from oz yeah so. he's like super jacked super jacked super intense and 
It basically is a movie about Miles Teller plays Andrew, like 19-year-old kid who gets into this really... Schaefer Conservatory of Music in New York. Yeah, like the most prestigious music school in the U.S. And he's a jazz drummer. Mm-hmm. And J.K. Simmons plays the conductor teacher. Yeah, for a studio session band. And basically he discovers Miles Teller playing drums and he wants him to like join the studio, like the backup drummer. So there's a whole thing about, basically, this isn't giving anything away, but Andrew, Miles Teller, he wants to eventually be the greatest drummer, jazz drummer on earth, and he wants his legacy to be that. And it just kind of overarchs him working super hard to try and achieve that goal. So we won't say what happens. But how many Michael Fassbenders do you give it? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. I give it a solid 9.4 Michael Fassbenders Ooh. out of 10, actually. I, it um, it would probably be... Fuck, when did Lone Survivor come out? Did it come out... Two years ago? No, Lone, Lone Survivor came out either, like... I think we saw Lone Survivor in January. Okay. But really? It was either December or January. Uh, Anyways, so. Lone Survivor is my favorite movie mm-hmm. last year, we'll say. Yeah. So far, Whiplash would probably be my favorite movie of the year. Which was crazy. So. Like, I didn't think you would like it as much as me. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I love any good um, musical-driven film. And so, like, Mr. Holland's Opus was, like, one of my favorite movies growing up of all time. And this movie is definitely up there. Like, I went into work and told a bunch of the guys about it. Matt actually was like, oh, I've been dying to see that. Rocky was like, oh, I want to see it so badly. Um, So it's, like, super good. The acting is fantastic. I actually thought the writing was super on point as well. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, a good balance between really funny and, like, it wasn't overly sensational or, like, kind of like hipster driven kind of no. thing it was just really awesome and even though like some of the like it's basically the the teacher jk simmons is like mm-hmm. super intense 2013 what what did it say what december 25th month? so basically yeah, we saw it this year either. it's tough like lone survivor and whiplash are my two favorite movies of the year yeah i think oh fuck i don't know lone survivor both movies made me cry i teared up did you once well the very first intense scene yeah in the movie whiplash a tear came when he talked about his parents oh yeah. So basically, the other thing I was going to say, so the teacher, J.K. Simmons, is super intense, mm-hmm. like really over the top about his teaching methods, mm-hmm. and he's so over the top, but the thing I appreciated was I found the movie very realistic, too. Like, everything yes. that happened, not I'm not going to give anything away, but everything mm-hmm. feel like this could happen. Like, I've had teachers like this, not to, like, this point, mm-hmm. but I found it super realistic, great acting. Mm-hmm. I read some stuff about it. Apparently, the movie started off the movie couldn't get made, so the director-writer initially wrote it as a short film, like a 15-minute film. Mm-hmm. So the first scene with Andrew and him where he throws the chair, mm-hmm. that was a 15-minute scene. Oh, wow. And that they took the Sundance. It went over so well there that they finally got the money to make it into a... Oh, I think Rocky was saying something similar to it, too. Yeah. yeah. And then they only had, I think, 19 days to film the movie. Miles Teller actually plays drums, but he did four months of extensive training to like get ready for the movie. Right. J.K. Simmons mm-hmm. did piano training. He learned how to like conduct and read music mm-hmm. himself as well. So there's all these like cool things about, about the actual movie that I read. Like it's really authentic because they want to yeah. make sure they got it right. Yeah, Matt was asking that too. They're like, he's like, oh, do you think um, the main character Andrew is actually playing, or did they like sub in somebody else's hands? And I was like, I don't think so. No. Like I'm pretty sure at some points they probably sped him up, like mm. time warp the video. 
or the film, but otherwise, yeah, it looked, like, pretty organic, so... Yeah. No, it's a great movie. I think everyone should go see it. I mean, like, we're still going to see Interstellar. It's still, like, the big blockbuster movies, yeah. but sometimes it's nice to see, like, a smaller... Indie in- flick. And I, I, so the two other things I want to say was, first of all, I was nervous to go see it with you only because I'm like, the first two movies we really wanted to see, Interstellar, Birdman, mm-hmm. and then here's a movie that you'd never heard of, you've never yeah. seen a trailer for. I'm like, fuck, okay, here, like, I've, I've seen trailers, it looks great, so I was nervous watching the film mm-hmm. that you weren't going to like him. Yeah, but you know me, I love any musical driven, and yeah. anybody who's, like, hardworking and wants to be the best at something, I'm never going to be like, that's so unrelatable. But I got excited, because there's a few, t- there's a scene in a car where I yeah. looked over at you and I saw, like, your motion on your face, I'm like, okay, good, you yeah. like the movie, so I felt good about that. Yeah. And I was also going to say, sometimes I think it's better... To go see a movie having absolutely no, no idea. Because, like, you never saw, like, a single no. image of what the film looked no. like or what it was about, right? Yeah. And I, I didn't... thought it was about car racing. <laughs> really? Whiplash. That's not giving anything away. No. So, <laughs> do you agree? Sometimes it's better not to know anything about a movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that sometimes it definitely helps out. Like, no, go, not going in and knowing, like, anything about the premise, anything about, like, critics saying reviews about it or anything not having seen the trailer Mm -hmm. um this is definitely not like not a film i would like stray away from anyway i'm glad we went to go see it uh so no yeah i think it was better this way it it added to the experience we've had the opposite remember when we went we finally got to see the movie drive remember what everyone's like best movie of the year it's amazing that movie sucked donkey dick i know that was like fucking the soundtrack is what held that up that movie should we do another fan question? Yeah. Then maybe we can get into the big topic. Ugh. If you want. If not, we can save it. Yeah. Ah, I dropped a pen. Hey. Okay, pick a number between one and seven. That's not two, three, or four. Six. Six comes from Brian in Florida. Brian, thanks for the question. Brian asks, <laughs> what does your computer desktop background say about you? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Should I do mine first? Sure. <laughs> My iMac desktop wallpaper is a white Beatles revolver poster. Uh, I think what it says about me is that I liked it. I actually picked this wallpaper because it's clean, it's white, so all my folders and their colors pop out really nicely around it. Um, But also, I'm a huge fan of the Beatles. Mm -hmm. I am a huge fan of just, it's a kind of really abstract wallpaper. It's all like pencil drawn so I don't know I think it's really cool it's really clean I think it embodies me at the point when I got it we actually didn't have a Beatles poster in here oh yeah it's true good point so now that we have it might change it up again but yeah I really like it I like that what about you my background desktop background on my iMac is a picture basically an extreme close up picture of you and I (laughs) after we've just gotten done doing three hours of zip lining in St. Lucia Lucia. and we're both dripping sweat from our faces (laughs) you're blowing your nose I'm blowing my nose (laughs) can I post the picture on Facebook yeah it's just, I think what it says about us is that we like to have fun and we don't, we're not so, no. we're not like, oh, let's take pi- perfect yeah. picture. It's just like literally anytime anyone uses our computer and they, or my computer, they just see a big fat disgusting <laughs> picture of us with sweat and me blowing my nose. Yeah. It's just us having fun. It's just, yeah. that's kind of who we are. It's like, fuck, who cares what we look exactly. like? So I like that. Thank you. That uh, is a good question. Should we do a couple more maybe? Yeah. Do you want to do, uh, so let's do number four. Five, then. Okay. Uh, this comes from Steve in Ottawa. And Steve Ooh. asks... O-Town. People don't care nearly as much... Wait. People don't care nearly as much as they should about blank. So what should mm. people be caring more about? Do you have an answer? 
people should be caring more about. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm like, should I go musically? Should yeah. I go? I know. Uh, I was like, is this like a social justice answer I for me? Could be. I'm like, should I? I don't know. That's a tough question. Um, people should care more about. I think investing time into young people and how much they know. I really do feel like our generation gets a bad rap sometimes. Like, we all have this sense of entitlement. I don't think so. Our fucking generation just is really persistent, really hardworking, and they just have higher expectations to get things done. That's a good answer. What about you? Uh, also, I think people should pay more attention to all the hidden albums by the Beach Boys. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like, That's good. Smiley Smile was fantastic. I like that. I actually don't. I don't even know. People mm-hmm. should pay more attention to. There's this rapper named Skinny Pimp. He's pretty good. <laughs> I bought his album once, just based off the, his name, Skinny Pimp. Yeah. He's so pretty good. Social avenues for change and Skinny Pimp. People, you know, actually another band people should care more about is the Ghetto Boys. <laughs> Willie D, Bushwick Bill, and uh, Scarface. Did you know in the in the Ghetto Boys? No. It's three guys. <laughs> Not at all. Three guys from the South. Yeah. So Scarface, you know Scarface. Like from Al Pacino. Well, his name is based on that movie. Okay. So there's Scarface, the rapper. There's yeah. uh, Willie D, and then Bushwick Bill is a little person, and he shot it. He tried to kill himself, but he shot his own eye out, and he's he's literally like two like three feet tall. Bushwick Bill. Like, I was gonna say people should care more about Bushwick Bill because he's actually a really good rapper, but he shot his damn eye out. <laughs> And when he shot his eye out, there's a picture of him in the hospital in the gurney, and the Ghetto Boys were with them, and they made that their album cover. Ew! So people should care more about the Ghetto Boys. No. No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Should we round up the last two questions and then get into our big topic? Yeah. Okay, so we got two questions left. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Should we do the... Um, when we were at Chris's wedding, so John and I watch Amazing Race all the time, and so at the wedding, our dear friends Richard and Alan were sitting beside us, and Alan, or Richard was talking about Amazing Race for something, and then you ended up asking Richard, who would you bring as your partner on the Amazing Race? And so every time John and I watch the Amazing Race together, and we only just started watching this series, we're always like, which of these challenges would you do? Like, I would have to do said challenge, John would have to do anything with height. Hold on. Basically, any challenge I have to do. No. When was the last time you said you would do a challenge? I would do a challenges. I do all the memory and all the languages yeah. and all the music questions. So last, do we just have to do all the challenges with heights or with animals? So last weekend, last week we watched the Amazing Race while we ate dinner. So this is the I'll give you every this is the whole dialogue we had because we ate dinner during. Okay, go. This is you talking. Okay? okay, you would do that. You would do that. No. You would do that. You're not even explaining. I would do that. Challenges. Oh, sorry. No, I would. You would do you, that. Okay. First of all, first of all, you would do that. I don't like animals. So. You think I do? You would just have to. I hate animals. Listen, you. So, there's a thing where you had to go milk a goat. Why the fuck am I touching a goat? So great. So, I just. You gotta go touch a goat. Did you see me at the Toronto Islands with Benjamin? Those goats were behind fences, and I was so so freaking out. I'm milking a goat. You're milking a goat. Uh, okay. How how about walking across that? So I'll, I'll. Oh my god! Then you're walking across that bridge. Okay, hundred feet in the air, a raggedy ass bridge. Hundred feet in the air, a raggedy ass bridge. You're so walking you. across I'm more than happy to do that one Thank as well. Thank you. And so yeah. So here's my. No, that was the two challenges that week. So happy to do them for you. So wait, aren't you gonna be my partner on the Amazing Race? 
we we might be great partners in life. We would be those not, dentists. His wife doesn't would. do shit. <laughs> Although you know, I do think we would be good because you know why? why. Having said that, I would do I would do all those challenges, mm-hmm. and the reason why I would need you. Because I would need you for navigation. Because I can't navigate or shit yeah. like while driving. So how would you get to those damn goats? I don't know. I, I'm trying to think who my partner would be. So who? So wait, who would your partner be? Mm, let me think. You give me yours. I'm gonna... Adam. <laughs> okay. Adam can build like a fucking forest with like, but not a forest. He can build like a whole like log cabin with like one match and like a paper clip somehow. I would like to see that. So I'm thinking Adam, the most industrious friend I have. Okay, that's good. I think I would have to pick. This is tough. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to pick someone who's really good at navigation because I feel like I don't know. Maybe Sean. You would pick Batman. 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 I don't know what to do. Batman. Batman would be like, guys, I need to stop here. It has the best gas mileage. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but it's so funny. We said that watching, like, I genuinely want to do... Sorry. I was going to say, you know, I would actually choose probably Richard. Yeah. Richard's an engineer. He's an engineer. He's really good. He's such a, like, superstar athlete. Uh, the only problem with Richard is we would go somewhere and either he would take 100 <laughs> pictures of whatever location you're at. Or we would, like, complete... We would get ready to complete a challenge and he would just, like, wander off. <laughs> But it'd be easy to spot because he'd have his cool red pants. Yeah. Richard is the most fashionable engineer you'll fashionable. ever meet. But um, it was really funny. So when we were at the wedding, we said we would actually make the audition video for if Richard and Alan, who are tw- our twin friends. They would be the best. They would be it. the best people to watch on The Amazing Race. I would so, I would give anything to watch those guys yeah. on The Amazing Race. So we might have to like secretly do their nomination video. I like that. Uh, that's a good question, though. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, let us know who you guys would. Uh, what yeah. what one celebrity would you want to do it with? You could pick like a celebrity partner. Ooh. I'm trying to think. That's a good question as celebrity, well. Celebrity. Celebrity. Ooh, John Ham. John Ham. Yeah, go Ham. Go Ham. Right. I like that. Oh, I totally forgot to pick John Ham when Miranda would ask me like, who are my celebrity people who I get a free pass with. Yeah. John Hamm is one of them. It's all the John. John Hamm's, John Stamos. And oh my god, I forgot John Stamos. Who'd you say? Michael Fassbender. I said event like Ryan Gosling and I think Carlson. Yeah, you're three guys. John Hamm, John Stamos, and John Waters. Like you're three Who's guys. John Waters? <laughs> He's the guy with the pencil mustache. Yeah. I'm going to show you. John Waters does all these like weird like B-level like weird movies. Okay. I'm going to show you what John Waters... John Waters kind of talks like this. Is he the guy who does the director circle? No, that's... Uh, <laughs> this is John Waters. <laughs> Ew! I don't want to see him. <laughs> he looks like he'd be an angry butler. <laughs> ah, that's a good way to describe him, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this question comes... We have two questions left. Number seven from mm-hmm. Kyle. And Kyle and Toronto asks... What is at the top of your bucket list? Oh. Thank you, Kyle. That is a good question. This is we're doing actually a sales campaign for Canon called the Bucket List. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, what's at the top of yours? Um, top of my list is, uh, you know, I don't know. This is not really a bucket. Well, it kind of is, but I was like something that I'd want to do and like do as like a profession is mm-hmm. anything that just I get to make like people laugh. For a living. That's not a bucket list. Well, okay, like doing stand-up comedy, like doing a five-minute set. Yeah, yeah, like that, making someone, like making people, 
Like having some, I don't know. Mm. I'm not doing it that well. I can't talk. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, doing like like a five minute open mic night mm. uh, stand up comedy would be at the. I don't know if it's at the top of my bucket list because mm. I don't necessarily want to be. I don't want to be a stand up comedian, but I do appreciate stand up comedy and right. it's, it's like podcasting where I listen to so much podcast. Yeah. I wanted to do one. We go to a lot of stand up comedy. A lot, I listen to a lot of stand up comics podcasts. Yeah. I like writing a lot. It's something that I would want to try, and it's something like where if I want to get into more writing, it's something that I have to kind of do as well because right. a lot of writers are stand up comics on the side. Ooh. So that's something I'd want to try. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I would want to go to like Chile or Argentina, and they have like a best combination of skiing and snorkeling because like the actual climate there is like. 180 degree opposite, so yeah. you kind of can get the best of both worlds. That's cool. And I've never been to South America before, so I no. think it would be super fun and like a really cool adventure to go down that way. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Very good bucket list. I think we can do both of those. I think so. Maybe maybe you could do a stand-up comedy in. That's what I was going to say. See, you don't think we're made for the Amazing Race? I thought you were going to say so you don't see we're not made for each other. <laughs> Actually, we're better off for the dating game. What's that one where you like the couples go on? It's the dating game, right? Is it? Or I was no. thinking Kid Street. Where we just, Kid Street? Remember when we were kids and you'd sit in the race car and you'd have oh, to answer yeah. questions about your best friend? Yeah. I feel like we could do that. We should have 605 Kid Street. We should do that. Yeah. Okay. We should bring back 605 Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. We should. But then if we do 605 Kid Street, we could get like Miranda or Chris or Bati Man to like be the barter mm-hmm. and we could write down questions. They could ask us questions about each other Ooh. and then write them and then see if we say the same thing. I like that. So it's like, what is John's favorite food? And I'll be like, oh, yo guy, steak slash pizza slash fruit. It'd be a lot of slashes, yeah. yeah. And it'd be like, oh, who's Val's three celebrities she gets a pass is with? I'm like, John Hamm, John Stamos, and John Waters. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good. Let's do that next. Yeah. That should be a season seven. It's thing. a fun party game to do, too, It is actually. a fun party game. We should do that. Mm-hmm. Should we round out the last question Ooh. that we got here? Yeah. This one's more ex- existential. Go. So this one comes from Spencer in Winnipeg. And Ooh, Spencer asks, peg. the peg, he says, or asks, what do you think happens when you die? I don't want to think about that. I don't know. Like, do you go to heaven? Do you just sit in your grave? Do you relive life? Do you come back as someone else? Something else? I hope you come back as somebody else. It would be really shitty if you just end up staring at the people who are still alive in your life. Like a ghost? Yeah. Would Ooh, you... sleepy time ghost. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to come back. I'd just be haunting Benjamin. I'm the youngest. Yeah, but you, you don't have to. You can haunt whoever you want. It's the beauty of being a Ooh, ghost. There are some definite people I would fucking haunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Like I mean, when we went to Chris's wedding in the old mill, you know that place is fucking haunted. Oh, for sure it's haunted. The yeah. keg mansion's haunted. Super haunted. Um. Okay, so. What do you think? So, I, uh, it's tough. I feel like sometimes sometimes I differ. I don't think about it too much because it's a weird thing to think about. Mm-hmm. I think though sometimes we just relive our life. Oh, like this could be the millionth time we've had this conversation. I do feel like I have deja vu sometimes. Yeah, and I feel like weird? yeah, which is cool because then uh, I get to meet you for the first time a million times. Aww, cheese! <laughs> Two are some bonus points for me. Nah. And, and invalid. invalid. You, you forgot my birthday. Don't touch me. <laughs> right. uh, I yeah, do th- you're just going to punch me. No, I was. I was going to do something else I can't don't. say. No. Uh, I also, okay, if you do, I don't know. It would be interesting to come back as someone else. Like, Who would you come back as? I would come back as John Ham, John Waters, or John <laughs> Stamos, so I'd get me some of that ass. Ooh. 
cool. I would come back with anyone who got to make out with that ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. let's just get this. We're we're gonna round off this podcast with a story. Is that season five. Uh, it basically happened last December. No, it didn't. It January. happened in January. Yeah, well, it started... It was well, right so- around Lone Survivor. <laughs> There's a couple so of Lone had- Survivors in the bedroom. Whoa. So we have a story we've been holding hostage, much like this story itself. Because basically we wanted to wait almost a year. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to yeah. keep happening so that people... That I, it, yeah. yeah. We had to make sure it was completely done for. Totally. Which is completely done for... And people, it happens to everyone, happens everywhere. It's yeah. what we have to live. We, we do not live. have Ebola. No, <laughs> definitely not. We had da, 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 da. Uh, bed bugs and beyond. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so four years ago, whatever, when I was doing Second City writing course, I got a co-write. Was it four years ago? Uh, 2010, I think. Let me see my plaque. Oh, that's didn't. not even your plaque. <laughs> 2010. I was like, that was not four years ago. Yeah, it's 2010. Oh, okay. December 2010. Yeah. We co- I co-wrote a main stage uh, uh, Second City show with my writing uh, class, mm-hmm. and I actually named the show Bed Bugs and Beyond because from 2010 up until 2014, there's the epidemic of bed bugs mm-hmm. fucking everywhere. Like, everywhere. And who would have known that four years, three years later? Mm-hmm. We would get our own bed bugs. <laughs> so this was like possibly the worst thing that ever happened to John and I, and this is equally coming off. It was a really long December. We were like long a, December. That's not really good. <laughs> I, it's counting crows. Um, I love counting crows. Uh, but yeah, I think we were just so exhausted coming off of that New Year's. We were exhausted. It was like my birthday, Christmas. You had been traveling. It was just. We were exhausted. So then, so basically, how does this happen? Well, here's the thing. Uh, we don't know exactly how it happened because uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead. But when I went to the doctor, uh, I asked. Okay, let me just tell from the start. So basically, I woke up one day in early January with all these like little red dots on my foot. Right. And they were re- there was like three of them uh, on the right foot, three of them on the left foot, and they were so itchy. They weren't big. They were just three little dots and I would just scratch and scratch and scratch I'm like okay that's weird right a couple days went by and then I know I woke up one day and I had three giant swells. red swells on my arm in a row in a row like three big ones on my arm like okay that's and they were really itchy I'm like that's weird mm-hmm. I'd wake up and there'd be three more on my other arm and they were just kind of they kept going like on different body parts so we thought it was like and I was fine and I was sleeping beside you yeah. so I was waking up and I'm like oh maybe you're having an allergic reaction to something That's we thought what I it thought. we thought it was the detergent yeah. like usually in the winter when it's cold my legs get really dry and they get really itchy so I get like just like bumps on them anyway mm. so I was like oh maybe you're just like getting affected by the cold yeah it could be the detergent all yeah, this. all of these things so eventually you're like just go to a doctor and just see what it is. Yeah, we might need to get you like an antihistamine or something. So I go to the doctor and I'm like, oh yeah, I have these bumps on my arm. He's like, let me see. And he's like, instantly he's like, oh, those are bed bugs. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, you see how there's three in a row? He's like, yeah, that's, he's like, are they itchy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's what they are. I'm like, well, how how do I get them? Like, we have a clean apartment, this or that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if you step outside in the real, if you step outside, you can get them. He's like, you can get them on a streetcar. You can get them on a subway. You can get them at a restaurant. Get them in a movie. Not to scare everyone, but they, like, anyone could have them. Some, yeah. Someone could go to I a restaurant. I think it was just, like... So, either way... You can also you went possibly to... get them from a prostitute at a party in yes. her house. Yes. So, here's a fun fact. 
I don't feel like John and I are fairly clean people. We're like, very clean people. We're very clean people. Our apartment is like really like we do it clean, like a thorough clean every week. We always put stuff away. We don't keep shit on the floor. It's like ridiculous. But all of a sudden we had this party and a strange escort came to our house. I feel like she's the fucking culprit of this. Yeah, for sure. Right? So at one of our legendary 605 parties, and this is why we don't allow strangers in our apartment. No, no more. This person came. We also ended up throwing, by nature of us not having enough hangers, we ended up throwing a lot of these jackets for the party onto our bed. Yeah. And so... We'll also never do that We'll again. never do that again. And so, basically, you called and you told me we had them, and I have never felt... Like, it was so uncomfortable, we had to call an exterminator that day. Like, I was so stressed out. Of course, because now that you know it happened, you don't want to sleep in your bed that you know hasn't No. So we called the exterminator, he came, we took the sheets off, and he's like, you put, we took the box spring off, he's yeah. like, oh, here's one right here. Yeah, he didn't find any, like, he'd only found, like, one, I think. One, yeah, I think he found one, he's like, the good news is, he's like, I don't see, I don't see a lot of them. Yeah. He's like, you know, obviously, like, they, they come out more at night, he's like, yeah. but he's like, I gotta... Uh, spray the, spray whole, the whole room. room. It's like you have to do all your bed sheets, yeah. all your clothes have to be dried, all your pillow, anything. Everything. Everything basically has to be washed and or either has to be let out in the cold for like four days or you have to dry like dry everything. And so then we also had to equally, it was as if we were moving. We had to pack up all of our stuff, pull everything off the walls. Like, Bati Man, we didn't tell that many, I think we told like two people. Oh, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's just like... Anyone can get them. Like, yeah. It's just like we could have... A lot of times people get them going to a hotel because New they... New York or anything. But we had to have a follow-up where they were going to come and spray the whole apartment. So we basically... That's where we had to act like we were moving, box everything up, roll up our carpets, take all of our clothes out, basically like we were moving. Yeah. And so everything couldn't touch the walls. And it, it's like really exhausting. Like I just remember like going to work. You took one for the team and had to put like all of our clothes into the garbage bags as you were saying and then they finally ended up putting which i think is creepy like we've never had termites because we live in a concrete building but you know when you feel like you can hear the bugs kind of thing and even though the exterminator and this is kind of funny afterwards he said that we don't have any or we had to sleep with our bed in the middle of our floor so not up against the wall with these sticky pads yeah. underneath each of the legs so basically yeah what he was saying was he's like you can't have your bed against the wall because they could be hiding and they can still get onto your bed by crawling up the wall he's like you have to keep your bed in the middle of your bedroom put these sticky pads under the wheels because he's like if there are any bed bugs left they'll crawl into they'll the crawl sticky pad and get stuck and you'll see them so he's like you have to check the pads every day because even for though like we had them for like they said a month i think he said about a month he's like don't because he's like they could be hiding or whatever because they also put like powder against the base of every wall yeah because that's where they hide so again if they are hiding that they, they kills them this shit so every day we're going to bed. It's just like you can't sleep because you're like, fuck, I'm worried that I'm going to wake up and I have to check my yeah. body for like more bed bug bites. So here is a good, here's how, I don't know how to say it, but okay. So our exterminator was this brand dude. Right? Hey, easy now. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, how come I didn't get bitten? Like you're constantly bitten. And he's like, here's the fact. He said that brown women or darker women are usually a lot stronger against bed bugs. So he's like, they're not um, like inferior to them. Yeah, they're not like, they're not having it, I guess. They're not having it. So I was like, whoa. So that's pretty badass that I have super cells. Strong going skin. Strong going skin. You have weak, weak Irish skin. Irish skin, yeah. So. 
basically... It was the worst month, three months of our lives. Three months, like, yeah, because after the second treatment, nothing nothing bit me after the first one. Yeah. But the guy had to come back again. We had to pretty much pack up like we were moving. And then even when we had to put everything back, we couldn't put certain couches against the wall because you had to wait like a month for everything to settle. And then, yeah, it's like every day for a couple months waking up being like, do we have bites? And then but it was also like you don't want anything to touch the floor. And yeah. especially because it's like you don't want your blanket touching. Like sometimes when you're sleeping, your blanket shifts and like parts of it go on the floor. You drop something. Yeah. It was just really uncomfortable. It was equally embarrassing. I didn't like – I love this apartment. I said to you I would stay here forever if we had laundry in our actual unit. Yeah. And I think it was just so discouraging because I'm like, oh, my God, like this home that I actually love mm. that both of you have made – so wonderfully and like just people love coming here now it's this thing that's been like text yeah but now like it's all good now oh yeah now we're fine like yeah, it's super cool not yet people don't be worried don't about be worried up. unless we, you got fucking bed bugs then, then don't come over here yeah uh but it was just like a crazy experience i would i would wish it on my worst enemy i wouldn't wish it upon any of my friends yes because i don't get when people are like i wouldn't wish that upon Upon my worst enemies, like fuck, they're, they're your worst your enemy. enemy. Fuck that fuck, guy. Fuck, fuck that guy. Fuck it's that like guy. I wouldn't wish this upon Hitler. Fuck yeah. you. It's like oh, I hope I, you get bed bugs, Hitler. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, no, it was like on a scale of one to ten, it was possibly the most stressful thing I think we've dealt with as a couple. Oh, definitely. Right? It's just, you, you get you're just tense, and you come home because you want when you come home from work, all you want to do is relax. But we couldn't relax for the first couple months in our place because yeah. like, oh fuck, who knows what there's stuff in yeah. here. Yeah. Happy to say, I mean, it's now November. And nothing. We're fine. Nothing We've done. bought all new bedding, all new. We had to buy a new dresser. Remember, Sean yeah. had to like go out and buy us, and like we had to build a damn dresser. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. Like super stressful. It was just, it's a lot. So anyone who's had bed bugs or whatnot, shout out to you guys. My hat goes out to you because it is a very unpleasant experience. One of which. We've held on to for two seasons worth of podcasts kind yeah. of thing that we didn't want to share. Mm-hmm. But we felt like we teased it earlier in the season. So we're like, we might as well end on a disgusting note. Exactly. <laughs> so what's coming up then for season seven? What can we look forward to? So uh, I think season six was a lot. I liked it. It was, it was a throwback to just kind of you and I. We had Miranda on one episode. I think season, season seven... You can look forward to maybe a couple more guest appearances. I think a lot of cameos Cam- coming up a lot this of, season. A lot of people want to be on it. You it can t- ex- only took seven seasons, but we got most of our closest friends on board. Exactly. So you can expect <laughs> that. We're going to have... We'll probably take probably three weeks off just yeah. so we can do some things, have some stories. Mm-hmm. So expect a lot more crazy stories. I'll probably have some hobo stories. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely be working on my freestyle rapping, so we got that. Yeah. We're we'll gonna probably have more parties in the mix. More parties. We'll work on you trying to say words like di- uh, cunt. <laughs> I almost said I a bad word that I would never say. Uh, and then just like life like happens, right? Definite life happens. So we're going to take a couple weeks off, but mm-hmm. keep checking iTunes and the Facebook page because I might post a best of Live at 605 Games episode. In the hiatus. In the hiatus. So check on Facebook, Twitter, or iTunes. There might be something next Tuesday, the Mm -hmm. Tuesday after. It's all best Mm -hmm. of the games we've played. And if you have an idea for how you want the cover art, if there's any choice colors, because we need to do the cover art. Cover art. uh, If you guys have any topics or questions you Mm -hmm. want to ask us, if you have any segments you want us to talk about. I might wear a chapeau. Might wear a chapeau. You should wear your new hat. I should wear my new floppy brimmed hat. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this season, because I feel like this Mm -hmm. season was our best yet we've had a lot of news like way more new subscribers yeah so thanks everyone and uh i'm gonna go make dinner so be easy yeah we'll see you in a couple weeks
And as always, I got to kick it with the band of the week. And I had a couple options until I realized uh, our catchphrase, Be Easy. There's a, Now, there's a song by Ghostface Killer from Wu-Tang Clan. And he has a song that's awesome from his Fish Scales album that came out, I believe, in 2006. And he actually has a song called Be Easy. And I like it so much, I feel like it's only fitting that I play it on the season six finale of Live at 605. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Be Easy by Ghostface Killer. Pretty Tony. Tony Starks. As always, ways to get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live605. Hit us up there. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Malencamp. Val is ValGomez23. And live605.podmag.com. And you can hit the PayPal account and help us for Season 7 for advertising bandwidth and maybe more T-shirts. So until next season, I'm your podcaster, John, at Found the Kitchen. Be easy. You want to be there laying on stiff, uh. Every time you go uptown, you get gypped, uh. That's Camel Boy running your lip, uh. You be friend like you got a bunch of chicks, uh. You be at home, nigga, beating your dick, uh. I'm in the club with the chipped up wrist, uh. You at the bar, what he drinking my piss, uh. The yellow shit in the bottle ain't Chris, uh. You turned your motherfucking head, nigga, we switched, uh. Just mad cause I'm hitting your sister You in the other room, huh? You couldn't sleep, uh Pop a lot of shit without that liquor Yup, we mind up, so take our picture I'm like the boogeyman, nigga, I'll get ya Whether now, later, after life, on scripture Yeah, oh shit Hey, yo, Tony, hurry up and get him, nigga You know what I mean? It's about to pop off Y'all niggas, clear the fucking floor Get the fuck out the way, come on Tell your crew to be easy Niggas running around with the fake friends Sell them all
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.